This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 1st of February. In your Squeeze today, Perth goes into lockdown. The politics of the vaccine. Josh Frydenberg's chat with Mark Zuckerberg. And singing the Bluey. This is your Squeeze today. Well, can you believe it, Claire? We're back talking about the L word. That's lockdown. A press conference yesterday by Western Australian Premier Mark McGowan saw him confirm that residents of Perth, as well as the southwest and Peel regions, will need to stay home for at least five days. That covers two million Western Australians. They started that five-day lockdown at six o'clock last night. What it has resulted from is a quarantine hotel security guard testing positive to the virus. Officials fear that he might have that highly contagious UK variant of the virus. That's yet to be confirmed, but they're certainly taking very firm actions to address it. From six o'clock last night, residents are only allowed to leave home for the big four. We're talking shopping, exercise, caring for people or seeking medical care and if you can't work from home. Lots of talk about how he managed to contract the virus but more questions than answers on that at this stage. Better news for those in New Zealand wanting to come to Australia, Claire, with that one-way travel bubble restarted yesterday. Yeah, also happier days for residents of Greater Sydney. They can now go to Queensland without quarantining. That happened at 1am this morning. Yeah, that border's been closed since the 21st of December, so welcome news. Staying with COVID and news over the weekend that the European Union, so the EU, would be introducing export controls on coronavirus vaccines that are made there. They say that's necessary to help member nations vaccinate their citizens as a priority. Claire, the UK, of course, isn't part of the EU anymore, so a bit of tension on this front. Yeah, there was. There was concern that the European Union was going to clamp down on the island border and enforce checks there so that the UK couldn't get the vaccine through the back door of that Irish border. They've stood down from that. That would have caused all sorts of issues and triggered one of the first big tests of the Brexit border arrangements. There's also anxiety here in Australia. Uh, We have 10 million Pfizer doses and 3.8 million AstraZeneca doses. They're made in Europe and they're on order. There could be delays there, but Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt yesterday reaffirmed his view and the advice that he's received that things are on track to get here on time later this month or early in March. Yeah, and as part of that rollout, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has announced that the government will commit a further $1.9 billion to ramp up vaccinations at hospitals, surgeries and also at pharmacies. As you say, that rollout is due to start happening in late February. To another member of the government now, Josh Frydenberg, Claire, has revealed yesterday that he had a chat with the one and only Mark Zuckerberg. Apparently he reached out to the Treasurer, keen to touch base to talk about the Morrison government's plans for a mandatory bargaining code that would see Facebook and Google pay for Australian news content. As the proposal stands, neither of the tech giants are very happy about it. 
Yeah, Facebook has said that it would stop Aussies from posting Australian news into their news feeds if that plan goes ahead. Google also said in recent days that it would look into pulling its online search engine. Uh, It dominates online search. I think the next biggest one is Bing, which only has about 3%. What Josh Frydenberg said yesterday on ABC's Insiders was that he takes those threats seriously, but he's not intimidated by it. The government is sticking with that plan to move forward with the proposal to have those big tech giants pay for Australian news content. Yeah, it's a big issue. It's also a world first. It's drawing out all the big guns. Prime Minister Scott Morrison spoke to the boss of Microsoft last week about an alternative to Google. That's, as you say, it's search engine Bing. And if you've noticed that anything's changed on your Google News search lately, you might be right. A small number of users are part of a test group where Google has hid some Australian news sites from its search results. They say it's part of testing they do as a matter of course. Others have interpreted the move to be a response to the proposed laws. Former President Donald Trump's impeachment trial is about a week away from kicking off, Claire. Not a lot of time to familiarise yourself with new legal representation. No, but that's what he is going to have to do. His lead lawyer, Carl Butch Bowers, he's from South Carolina and he's a well-regarded ethics attorney, has up stumps with his deputy, Deborah Barbera. Uh, They have had a disagreement over strategy, is what insiders say. So he does need to find a new lawyer. Apparently, Trump says his strategy is fixed. He just needs the guys to deliver it. So as you say, they've got to hustle pretty quickly now with just a few days to get organised. Yeah, that trial kicks off on the 9th of February. Watching fans around the world react to tennis being played here in Australia in front of crowds, as well as the crowds not wearing masks, Claire, was a sport in itself over the weekend. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Of course, um, lots of really big interest in what's happening with tennis here in Australia. It's the first major tournament uh, that they've seen for a while, but the first major tournament with crowds, as you say. And one response which I quite liked on Twitter, I feel like I'm watching science fiction, all of these people in one place without masks. It just seems like it's from a whole other time. How much things have changed in just one year. Crowds are set to continue though. The Victorian government has approved plans for between 25 to 30,000 fans each day at the Australian Open. That kicks off on the 8th of Feb. That's about half the usual. And whilst we're talking sport, Claire, the Sydney Sixers have made the Big Bash League final. They'll be defending their title on Saturday night at the SCG. Who they play will be decided when the Perth Scorchers take on the Brisbane Heat on Thursday. That game was supposed to be in Perth, but... COVID, it'll be played in Canberra. Is there anything Bluey can't do, Claire? The Aussie Kids TV show has taken the world of children's entertainment by storm and now they're chart-topping, musically speaking, as well. Yeah, so cool. The Bluey album, which has just been released, is the first children's music album to top the ARIA album charts. It's also been a hit in the US. It rose to number five on the album charts there too. Just incredible. They're really such a joy, the Bluey family. So good luck to them. They are. I listened to a couple of tunes last night. It's got a bit of a country, bit of a country twang which I don't mind. And really memorable as well. It's yeah. yeah they they're just on a winner those guys. Before we wrap up for the day, squeeze the day, Claire. Today we've got Prime Minister Scott Morrison at the National Press Club. Parliament returns tomorrow, so a bit of scene setting to be done by the Prime Minister there. That's at 12:30 Eastern Daylight Time. 
And it's also the first I Forgive Day today. It was on this day last year that siblings Anthony, Angelina, Sienna and their cousin Veronique were killed in Sydney when they were out to get ice cream. They were struck by an out-of-control ute. I'm sure a lot of people remember this story. Yesterday, their parents were joined by the Prime Minister to launch the first annual I Forgive Day. It's today. That's in memory of their children. An amazing message about the power of forgiveness. That's all from us today. Thanks for listening in and we'll be back with you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.